0: Yeah. you. Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, to episode 216 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name's Orville Albert, and today's episode's going to sound like I'm in a big, empty, hollow room with echo, 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 echo. Because I'm moving, and that's right, today, my only room left that had some furniture in it, that furniture has now been deconstructed. And so you don't think I'm in the mystery room in the basement or something. I'm actually in my bedroom, but even our bed frame has been... uh, moved and taken apart as much as it can be, and uh, so it's empty, and I implore you to apologize for my sound quality, which already wasn't great in the first place because I'm just talking to you on my cellular telephone, and it's a flip phone from 1984. But without further anything, let's talk about today's episode. We're going to be counting down the top five pinball machines... And how awesome the pinball machine is to play, that's also based on a movie. Then we're also going to be counting down, because I couldn't decide which was more important, the top five movies that also happen to have a pinball machine made about them. So just so you can understand the difference, um, let's just say a movie like Twister... Okay? Twister was made into a pinball machine. Twister will not be making the list. It'd be actually really far down on the list of movies, how much I like the movies, even though at the time I do remember watching it in the early 90s and enjoying watching it. Yeah, it's just not, I mean, let's be honest, it's not going to go down. It's not, not, let's just say this, it's not better than the Star Wars franchise. That's all I'm going to say. Not that Star Wars made either or both lists, but I could tell you that it would be higher on the list, then Twister would be on either. How about that? All right. So, I, as I mentioned, I couldn't decide which one I wanted to do. Um, so, what I did is I actually brought up Wikipedia. Believe it or not, I was surprised Wikipedia even had a page for this. And I'm going to just count down. Uh, you know what? Let's run over this after. I don't want to run in this now and then ruin any spoilers. Because I I tried my best to be like, oh yes, this machine, and then not say anything about it, and then I would. So let's, I'm going to skip that up and reverse it. As you guys may have noticed, uh, there was no theme song for the Pinball Nerds podcast. That's in protest, um, sort of. I was just so, too lazy to bring up the other one, and I don't have much time and pack my house away. So today's episode will be pretty quick, and for the rest of the week, if I do get any episodes out to you, they'll either be really quick or I'll be on the road. So they'll be even quicker or less produced. But uh, tonight I'm hoping to meet with my good friend Eric, and he's got a new theme song for me. I'm excited about that. Hopefully you guys will get to hear that. Maybe tomorrow's episode, maybe not. You'll have to tune in. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, all that jazz. Uh, But uh, what I did want to mention is that over the next at least... uh, I'm in transit for five days from Friday, so for ten days the episodes will be infrequent, uh, less researched than usual, which is not very much, of course, and uh, less well thought out and less planned. They they were already bloggy. They're going to be extra bloggy if I get them out at all. Uh, rather than just getting out super ultra low content, I probably just won't be getting out much at all. But at the same time, I could see you guys being interested if say I'm in, um, you know, I'm going through Toronto, Ottawa, Edmonton, Edmonton. <laughs> Sorry, Ed Ed, Edmontonston, I can't pronounce it. Um, What was I thinking? of Montreal, Quebec City, uh, Moncton. Maybe I was thinking of Moncton and Edmonton and mixed them together. I hope I know if I go through Edmonton, I have gone the wrong way. Um, For any of my American amigos listening, that would mean I drove the wrong way in Canada. That would be like trying to go to New York City and ending up in uh, L.A., like totally the wrong wrong way. Maybe not quite LA. Let's say Las Vegas. Um so yeah, let's let's see here though. Uh when I was taking a look at making this list, I knew that some people would disagree on many of them. And I'm okay with that, because that's what's gonna happen. It's I think it's more interesting to start with what I think are the top five pinball machines. So let's do that first. Um I will put in a tiny little asterisk here. One of my first pinball machines that I ever owned, actually, the first pinball machine I ever owned was Meteor. And Meteor is actually based on a movie with Sean Connery. I'm Sean Connery. Okay, I will never do a Sean Connery accent uh, on here again. I'm sorry. Uh, But anyways, go, go to YouTube. Pause my freaking podcast, go to YouTube, and watch the Meteor trailer. It's hilarious. Or maybe do it after the podcast. It's up to you, though. Just come back here after if you do pause it to do that, of course. Uh, but number five is Flash Gordon. Am I just saying this because I possibly just purchased one? Maybe. Am I saying this because I absolutely love the freaking game? Yes. Am I partially saying this because I counted on the list of 32 and I haven't even played like 10 of them? So it's not really fair to do this list, okay? So this list could change a year from now, but I love Flash Gordon. Maybe I loved Flash Gordon so much because I get to play it a lot, because it's it was at my my buddy Mike Diamonds' house. I think it's upstairs in his living room, waiting for me to get over there in two days with my U-Haul and pick it up from him. Um, but I absolutely love this this machine. Uh I, you know, you can tap pass on it, and you guys know how much I love tap passing. Um I absolutely love uh uh, just, you know, that row of drop-down targets in the upper the upper play field, all that kind of stuff. So cool, so cool. So there you go, number five on the list. Obviously, there's some other machines that could have been listed here, but you guys will see. You have to agree or disagree with me later. Let me know by messaging me at the Pinball Nerds Podcast Facebook group or just write it there on that front page. Just say, you're wrong, Orbital Albert. Here's my favorite. All right, number four is Bram Stroker's Dracula and I don't care I love you Zach by the way Zach Manny and I I got a little bit upset with him last week on the podcast a little bit upset you know what? we should be able to disagree though right I just thought maybe he was you know I disagreed with a couple things that he said about uh Papa 16 that just happened or the, sorry the world championships that just happened uh in Italy but um you know what about about making television more um visible but last night we made up i gave him a virtual hug uh i said don't worry i apologize i was being sort of a jerk i said that in there somewhere and this was on the flipping out uh twitch channel this is run by special one Lit guys of course ken and bill uh their buddy steve was there last night as well what they call him steve biddy man these guys got a lot of biddies like doctor and mrs Ping came in and just tossed out like just dollar bills, like throw it like 1500 bitties. I'm like, Holy cow. You make me feel like a jerk. I keep giving them like 10 and like 11. And like, so then, uh, Finally, I congratulated them. They're coming up to their one year, by the way. Special one lit. Nice job, guys. Congratulated them on their one year, and it just so happened. I tried to type in 10. Like, I tried to click the thing 10 times, and I think it went in 9. And they're like, thanks, Pinball Nerds, for the 9 bitties. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sure they're appreciative for all, all the bits they get, but they got a lot last night, so I'm happy for them. Um, they got more in, you know, that one stream last night than I've got in my first 20 streams. Right. But that being said, they're killing it. Their stream looks phenomenal. Mine looks meh. And theirs is like, wow. Um, you know, it's not, it's not Jack danger yet, but you know what I mean? It's, it it looks great. It's getting there. Uh, they've got, you know, uh, great camera work. Uh, it's centered perfectly. The lighting is great. They're playing black Knight, sort of rage, of course, courtesy of flipping out. And, uh, Wow. It was fun. They did their call-in show at the end, and Josh Rupp from Loser Kid called in. That was interesting. Uh, Brickshot, of course, uh, formerly of, um, oh, what is his name now? Formerly of Slab Save. Uh, he called in, and, um, quite a few people called in. It was, it was very interesting. It was fun to listen to. Uh, they, uh, Ken gave me, gave me the shats at the very end for uh going, come on, why didn't you call in? I will call in one time. I was literally lying there in bed beside my wife who had gone to sleep and said she already had a headache, so I didn't want to make it worse. And um I was listening on this little tiny, like, headphone, just one headphone in on my right ear so it's nowhere close to here, so she can't hear it. And I'm trying to even type quietly. You know, when you're trying to just, like, uh, and you're typing really quietly, and I'm typing quietly in bed. And they're, like, people are calling in and being, like, yeah, here's what I friggin' hate because they were telling them to swear, which is actually kind of funny because I joked around about being mad at another podcast for swearing too much last week, which I totally feel bad about now because, in all honesty, it's pinball. Let's have fun with it. Um, I'd say 95% of the podcasts. Uh, swear. So just have at her, have at her. Maybe, you know, maybe don't overdo it sometimes. But anyways, the point is, is that uh, I'm actually feeling better. I think it almost took me a week. It took me like six days to be feeling almost a hundred percent better from getting like, I I said it before that I almost got to eat exhaustion. no man, I got freaking burnt. Okay. I was, I was, ex- I was cooked. My brain was cooked for like three or four days. Anyways, I was a grumpy Gus. Uh, I could be a better person, and I am going to be a better person. Let's get back into this list. So, Bram, Stroker's, Dracula. Love that game. Love the missed multiball. Love everything about that game. Um, love both of those ramps. Both the ramps feel great, especially that ramp on the left. The missed multiball, and I have said this before. Why are newer manufacturers not doing stuff like this anymore? Miss uh, multi-ball was revolutionary at the time for anyone who hasn't played it. This like spooky slow ball goes across the field and it doesn't even go completely left to right. It's kind of going a little diagonal and horizontal and, there's all these different options to play with the ball. And something that happened to me last week when I was playing, it was either last week or the week before when I was playing at Monday night pinball and what will have been, unfortunately, my last Monday night pinball. um, I was still partied out and super sick from my big uh, going away party Saturday night. I'll say I was a little hungover. I was a little bit sick. I didn't have a voice. That's why you didn't hear from me. I apologize, my pinball nerds. Uh, But thanks to everyone who came out. Uh, Paul Dewey came out, brought his kids. Um, Tony Laviolette came. uh, Mike Dimas came. Rob Noel came. Those are just some of my pinball buddies. And, of course, everybody else, all my other friends. You know who you are. You came. Well, Matt McGoffin came also, but he's a pinball friend and, you know, my best buddy for a long time. So he came out as well. That was awesome. Uh, Pete Chapman made it. A whole bunch of other people made it, and I really appreciate it. Thank you to all of those people who made it. Uh, a whole bunch of people who did not unfortunately make it were on my wife's side of the family because my wife's Nana, uh, unfortunately had a bad fall and, um, she had to be rushed to the hospital. And then after doing all these tests, they found out that her, she needs to get a pacemaker because her heart is working like super slow. And I guess her heart rate was down to like 10 beats a minute. So they're like, okay, you need a pacemaker. So all of that ended up happening. And uh, unfortunately, because of all of that, I will no longer get to go live stream uh, Transformers tonight. We're actually leaving pretty soon to head down that direction. Um, so I do apologize for that. I'm not going to stream now if I am home and at a decent enough time later on tonight. And I do apologize to Nick Green and Superfan. I was supposed to go there twice now to do this. And just it, it worked out there was 0% chance that I could get the car today. Because my wife needs to be there for her mother and her nana. And um, there's just no time. I'm leaving in two days. so And there's so much to do. Even right now as I'm talking to you, my arms are like red and painful. It looks like I got in a fight with a hundred cats. Meow, 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 um, It looks like I got in a fight because I was outside fighting with my hops, chopping down all my hops. But let's get back into this list. Talk about Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, I hit the one ball and... Uh, the ball that's floating across, you have to knock it off this magnet to actually get the ball and start that. And, and game manufacturers are doing lots of cool things with magnets, so I shouldn't say that. But I meant more like in how the ball is moving back and forth on the play field, using the magnet to have to get it off of it. That's what I guess I was meaning. Because we know games like Oktoberfest now implement like eight freaking magnets, right? So there's a lot in there. Um, but Bram Stoker's Draco is just such a cool game. It's got all these neat rule things and we saw with yo Johannes' uh incredible comeback how if you stack all of those just properly at the right time you can just get huge huge friggin' points. Now he played for a long time too. It's not like he got huge points in 30 seconds, but wow I yeah I don't know if you could have got more points in one ball that quick. Like it was it was incredible play. That was anyone who watches that particular comeback and doesn't see how incredible that play is. They haven't played enough pinball tournaments maybe because as fun as it is to do something really great by yourself in your basement or with a few friends, when you do that same incredible thing and you're in the middle of a pinball tournament and your heart is racing, it's that feeling amplified. So anyways, let's get on to number three in the list is Indiana Jones. And yes, I'm talking about the Williams one. I do like the eight ball stern one that came out later. I did get the rent that for three months from Mike's shout out. Uh, thanks for doing that. I loved that game. But, uh, you know, obviously now that I've played the Indiana Jones Williams one, I think that was like 1993 or something, somewhere in the 90s there, that game is far superior, better rule set, way more mechs, lots of neat stuff going on. It's just cooler. It's just more interesting. It's got those drop downs you have to hit to reveal the lock. Um, I actually did get to see Mike Dimas on one of of our Friday nights. I got to see him get really far through that game, I think, to the last step before the wizard mode. Or did he get to the start of the wizard mode? I'm not sure. He was either very close or he got there. So that is a really, really cool, fun game. Uh, Number two is probably surprising not a lot of people. The Adams Family, that's correct. It's not only the best-selling pinball machine of all time, it has an incredible rule set. It is beloved by collectors who love getting all the different editions of it that they made. Um, yeah, they even went back and made, like, hundreds more of, what, that gold edition, and, you know, they already had the other ones. So, and then, of course, this has been, the Adams Family machine has been one of the machines that's been cleaned up and, and made look pretty by the best Uh, restored dudes out there, right? Several times, many a time. And so there is a lot of really nice-looking Adams family out there. Highly collectible, but it's also a great location game. And it's also, even after all these years, still considered a very good tournament game. Um, There's Yeah, there's some ways to play it. There's at least two or three different ways to play it to make points. Some of you know the top one hundred or so pinball players might disagree, but I mean for most of us us mere mortals who are just okay at pinball uh it's a little different for us, right? but all right, the number one and any of you listening to the show uh anytime recently know I've been bragging about this might be my first ever new inbox my first ever new inbox pinball purchase. Star Trek. That's right. They're still making them. I told someone that the other day and they're like, what Stern's still making new unboxed Star Trek. Uh, yeah, that game is such an awesome game. And maybe Steve Ritchie's masterpiece. I don't want to say that. No, I don't want to say that. I wouldn't do that. But, uh, I love, I love the, this machine. I love the shots on this machine. I think also because I've never been spoiled and had it on location for a long period of time, although it is at Poacher's Arms right now, and I hope to get down there here in London. So if you're in southwestern Ontario, get down to the Poacher's Arms on Richmond, right near Richmond and Dundas. Order yourself a craft beer. Do yourself a favor and get the Fire and Ice Wings. Uh, you Just order them just like that. They'll know exact, exactly what you're talking about. But basically, they're just the... Uh, they're, I don't want to say basically, but essentially, they are the honey garlic mixed with their mild, and I would say maybe almost mixed with their medium, because there's just a just a little bit of heat in there, you know, just just enough, just to remind you that watch out, that heat's back there, it's coming, it's coming for you. Um, but yeah, I absolutely love Star Trek, and I know what there's one or two of you right now going, uh, Albert, Star Trek, Star Trek is primarily a show it's not primarily a movie however i did a little bit of background research and this particular game the vengeance so that's a starship right in the middle of vengeance starship it is specifically from the movie which came out in the same year star trek 2013 star trek into the darkness that's right so um yeah so it there's a vengeance ship in this movie, Into the Darkness, and the vengeance ship in the pinball machine is specifically dependent upon that. Of course, I don't know if anywhere on the game it tells you specifically it's about the movie. I didn't know that until 10 minutes ago, so you and I both probably learned something. Awesome. Congratulations! Uh, here we go. Uh, let's take a look here. So, that was my list of, like, how much I like the pinball machine. Okay. This is not how much I like the movie. This list is going to be much easier and much quicker uh, because, oh my gosh, it's 1.30. I got to get going. Uh, I have a whole house to pack up in two days. All right. Number five, Indiana Jones. Okay. So Indiana Jones, surprisingly enough, the only game or movie so far, well, I've only mentioned one, but to make the list. And I don't I don't want to give it away. I don't want to give it away. But not that many make the list. Put it that way. Okay. So number five is Indiana Jones. And the good news is, is that even when that machine came out in 1993, even though this is specifically just talking about the movie in general, it doesn't have to be on either machines. Um, all of my favorite Indiana movies were back in the 90s. I watched them all, or was it? Early or late 80s, early 90s, I believe. All three of them kind of came out within what, like an eight year, nine year span. Anyways, I love all three of them. Indian Mirror Buds. Uh, I remember being a kid, I think eight, nine, 10, 12, watching them over and over and over again. Totally awesome. Love them. Number four, and this might be a shocker to some of y'all, but it's Apollo 13. And I know a couple of you in the background are going, boo. Now, listen, I know the game is not beloved. Okay, 13 balls for a multi-ball is too many. And shockingly, this is the one machine I thought, I will never see this on location. I actually saw this on the 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 first location of Tilt in Toronto uh, before they moved to their new location they're currently at. So I was surprised. And I was able to get 13 ball multi-ball. And yes, 13 balls is way too many. But if the movie's called Apollo 13, you better believe it's not going to have a 7 ball multi-ball or a 6 ball or a 5 ball. Or three ball. Come on. It's going to have a 13 ball. Am I right? So the next one is Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. I should have had Bill Murray uh, queued up there. Um, The game could have also made the list. A lot of people poo-poo the game. I do actually like Stern Star Wars quite a bit. I think there's some neat stuff happening in it. Uh, I like quite a few of the shots. I don't like it when my ball save just goes boo 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 and straight down the right out lane. Which has happened to me a lot in tournaments and pump and dumps. And I'm like, I just paid a dollar. Don't go down three out of, like, don't go down two out of three times power right out lane. I just paid you a dollar of my good hard-earned money. And I'm pretty much flat broke for at least two more days until the house sells. And then Danielle and I will have, uh, well... We'll have more money than we've ever had before. This will be nice, right? Not going to be not gonna be rich or wealthy by any means, but I won't have a mortgage. I'll have six pinball machines in my pinball room, uh, all working originally when we get there. And hopefully I need to find a... By the way, if you're listening to the Pinball Nerds podcast and you're anywhere around Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, Newfoundland, or Prince Edward Island, and you know how to fix pinball machines or you know someone who knows how to fix pinball machines please get in touch with me, Albert Agar on Facebook um, or through pinball nerds podcast, uh, Facebook page, get a hold of me and let me know. Cause I am going to need someone to fix machines out there because everyone who's listening to the show knows that I love pinball machines, but I don't love fixing them. And I love playing pinball and I love watching pinball on Twitch. And I love going to tournaments and I love going to play look weird, strange location pinball. Uh, even if they're half broken, I'll still put some money in them and play them for a bit and, Try not to get too angry about how hard it is to play on crappy machines, right? But, okay, the next one is, and this was a struggle for me for a little bit because uh, I just recently, you know, about, well, not recently, but about two and a half years ago. Well, I guess it would be two years ago now, uh, had a stag and dough for my wife and I's wedding, and we did a Back to the Future theme stag and dough. So any of you listening to this that got to come to that awesome Stagano, that no, I couldn't have pinball at, but I tried. Uh, there was absolutely no way to get pinball around like these three tiny staircases on the top floor of this building downtown that didn't have an elevator. Anyways, yeah, so there's no way to get pinball there. Uh, I should have brought pinball pinball on the TV. All the pinballers uh, sitting by the ping pong tables were like, nah. I'm like, but there's, it's pin It's ping. There's a, there's a PIN in it somehow they didn't want to play. I think they all stayed for a couple of drinks just to be nice and hung out for a bit and played some of the other games, had fun. Thanks for coming. But then they all left to go to call of the office, which was a block away with like 10 awesome pinball machines. But, and now they're gone from call of the office, which is part of the reason why I'm slightly less sad that I'm leaving London because I like going, I like going to speed city and playing on all those machines there, but it's just not the same as going to see a live concert. Well, having a couple cold beers with a cool patio at a historic venue that you've seen, you know, so many bands at and even bands like Radiohead have played throughout the years. And I want that Radiohead poster, by the way, whoever's listening who took that. It's fine. I mean, it's not cool, but let me know. Cause I will buy it. I will buy that Radiohead poster. It was signed by all the dudes there. So anyways, okay. So I love back to the future. I've seen back to the future to like 200 times. I've seen the other two probably a hundred times each. Huge Michael J. Fox fan. Favorite movie all the way through high school. You know what? Back to the Future was my favorite movie until the dude. The dude did abide. And he made the Big Lebowski. That's right. My favorite movie ever to be turned into a pinball machine. Now, I know what you're thinking Why, though? Why? Because you've talked a lot about how you like that game. Why didn't that game make your other list? Well, first of all, I've never played it. And games that I haven't played are not allowed to be made on the list. And then I know what you're also thinking is, wait. Hold on. Why didn't Wonka make either of these lists? Because here's the thing. I loved Willy Wonka. But I loved Willy Wonka from when I was, like, five till I was, like, six. I loved Indiana Jones from when I was like six till I was like 14. Um, and I just, Apollo 13, I went to go see it at the drive-in. And I'm pretty sure I cried. I'm pretty sure I've rewatched that movie like seven or eight times now. And it's gone down in history as just a phenomenal story. Uh, told perfectly. Uh, cinematography was incredible. Um, Tom Hanks. So I'm going to say Tom Hanks. Come on. But... If there was a number six on the list, you bet Willy Wonka would be on there, okay? Uh, Willy Wonka's are shipping right now as well, and uh, that's why, of course, I think Willy Wonka could really bump off another one of the games off the list too, like say maybe a Flash Gordon off number five, but I have to wait to play it, right? So for now, I'm just going to have to play the poor man's Wonka, which of course is one of the pinball machines come with me to the East Coast, which is Mr. Pat Lawler's uh, wonderful design of roller coaster tycoon uh, with almost the same po- color uh, palette that they used uh, in Willy Wonka with almost the same flippers and the flame, same flame, flame spots, and almost the same everything everywhere. Like it's very similar. There's some differences, but it's. I would say that if I was Pat Lawler, I'd be a little bit upset that more people, you know, didn't get into this game. It never became a big tournament game. It never did great on location. I'm assuming since then, even though I know one location it's at, It's my former employees uh, up there at the Flying Monkeys. And ironically, I'm getting a little bit of redemption with this game because I was, you know, when the Flying Monkeys bought Roller Coaster Tycoon, I was like, "Hey, wait, that's by Pat Lawler, and that's the only Pat Lawler machine I can maybe afford." And and then it was gone, and they bought it, and I helped them get it from Mr. Mike Davis. And now I'm getting another one from Mike and, of course, Mike and Tony. He just let me know that that Roller Coaster Tycoon and Fireball Classic, original classic, I think it's classic, is uh, completely ready to go. Um, So I'm very excited for that. I'm very stoked. But let's look at this movie list. Now that we've counted down both top five, what else did I not mention in here? Okay. Um, uh, barbed wire for obvious reasons, Batman for fairly obvious reasons, even though it could have snuck into the movies as a kid. I was a big Batman fan. Uh, Congo liked the machine, but didn't, don't, don't think I've seen the movie creature from Bat- black Lagoon, decent movie, decent game, not quite high enough to make it on either. Um, demolition man. So nineties for the movie, but wasn't that with, uh, oh my God, who, oh, Okay. Wesley Snipes. Right. And, uh, 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 Swartz No. The other guy, Stallone, Stallone. That's right. And you couldn't like, was that where you couldn't like swear? And then you got demerit points. Maybe I think of total recall or something or one of the other ones. I don't know. Taco Bell's ruling the world. Anyways, uh, demolition man, really cool game, really cool game. Uh, awesome. Wide body could definitely have been on the list. uh, I've got a fair amount of time on it. It's really interesting. I would need more time. Those combos and stuff are neat. There's lots going on in that. Could have made the list. Dirty Harry, probably not going to make either list. Uh Flash Gordon, if you're really bored, when you go to watch the Meteor trailer, watch the Flash Gordon trailer. It's even harder to watch than the Meteor one. It's insane. I didn't even know Flash Gordon was a movie until I started doing this. So... I now uh very shortly will own a Flash Gordon, a movie themed uh pinball machine for my first time. So this was very timing. The Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. Uh that was a cool game. Uh who said it was underrated? I thought I heard Ken from Special and Let maybe say that. It's a bit underrated. Uh I've played it in a tournament before. I don't know. It has lots of interesting stuff going on. But I don't think it's great as a tournament game, and I don't think it's necessarily like unless you loved the pinballs, unless the theme really hits your heart. I don't think it's great just as like a it didn't. It doesn't look. It doesn't look pretty just sitting there. I don't know. That's just me. Okay, so next is Goldeneye. Goldeneye I've played, and I actually quite liked that game to be honest. Um, didn't love the movie, but I loved the 007 Goldeneye. Super Nintendo game, that was incredible. Johnny Mnemonic, amazing game, not amazing movie. Shadow, incredible game, should have probably made the list. I'm just kicking myself now. Come on, man. Um, Don't know about the movie, don't remember watching the movie, probably should go watch the movie. Last Action Hero, good game, movie. Lethal Weapon 3... Really dated movie that was good back then, though, and decent game, uh Lord of the Rings good of good for both, but not my wheelhouse for either Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, no clue I mean, I think the game's good, right I just I've never seen the movie Maverick pinball, Maverick, neither I haven't seen it or played it. Monster Bash, that's, I didn't know that was on a movie, obviously that's a really good game, I just saw that was streamed on Twitch recently, Pirates of the Caribbean, incredible game, Mm, world's worst movie, Uh, Space Jam, (laughs) hilarious movie, I tried to watch about 10 minutes of it, like a while ago, it was hilarious movie, hilarious game, kind of fun game, Spider-Man, man, man, doesn't really do it for me either way. Stargate, shoot the pyramid! Shoot the pyramid! Don't love the game or... or, I mean, I still think it's neat, kind of, but I don't love the game. But I think I at least like the game because uh, there is more to do. Uh Mr. Mike Dimas owns that as well. And he's show me there's more things to do in that game than just shoot the pyramid, even though he can shoot the pyramid very well. So he ends up blowing up that game and playing for about 20 minutes, which is one of the reasons why I don't actually like it, even though there is quite a bit of stuff to do in it. Starship Troopers, I think also they had that game at one point, maybe. Um, Or Split, I saw it at Tony's house, I believe. I think it was okay, right? But the movie, meh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in a Half Shell, Turtle Power. So, yeah, never played the game. Uh, the movies were kind of funny. I was more into the cartoons, obviously, but movies were okay, the live-action movies. Terminator 2 and Terminator 3. I like the game Terminator 2. I love the game Terminator 3. Really like it. I played that for years in my Monday Night Pinball League and Thursday's Free Play. Uh, Wizard of Oz, love the game. Love the game. Love the game. But it probably should have made the list. It probably, like, let's be honest, probably should have made the list. But I kind of just did it off the top of my head, and that's the thing with the show. When you're trying to do a daily one, it can't always be, you know, the best. I still think, though, that overall I personally might end up seeing myself get more fun or learning more about at least classic pinball for me to be playing future like classics tournaments from, uh, from Flash Gordon, but maybe Wizard of Oz should have snuck in there. I'll say that. Let me hear it. If you guys have a different list, I'd be really interested to hear anyone who sends this to me, anyone, I will read your list. Okay. Uh you can send it to me through uh the Facebook page or directly through pinballnerds at gmail.com. And the last one is Waterworld, and we're not going to talk about it because I haven't played the game and I don't even want to talk about the movie, and the podcast has already ran too long. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, have yourselves a wonderful day. Uh and you can hear I did that intro song, um Summertime by Sublime. Uh, Just because summer has started and it's gorgeous, it's beautiful, I'm loving it. Get out there and enjoy some sunshine yourself and I really hope, please dear pinball god, dear pinball lord, Whoever you are up there in heaven, while I'm moving across the country, do not allow the rains to come down and ruin my pinball machines. I shall be putting many tarps on them, but I don't want them to get wet as I move them across the country. For I fear no matter how many tarps, if it rains for longer than a couple hours, they're going to get soaked in the back of the pickup truck, and I'm going to be really upset. So allow the boys of summer to continue. And speaking of the boys of summer we're going to be playing a cover of a a song originally done by Don Henley that I also like. But we're going to update a little bit with the Ataris, the boys of summer. Until next time, eat, sleep, breathe, summertime pinball.